Strictly speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those rooms. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. It is indeed showtime for the second time tonight. Chris Rucker and EJ Reed here on Twitch. This is your favorite wrestling, po- your mom's favorite wrestling podcast, Boot to the Face, powered by FullPressCoverage.com. Go there for all your sporting wants and needs where they can talk about the big game because apparently, EJ, you're not allowed to call it the Super Bowl. You got to call it the big game if you're not affiliated with the NFL. NFL, some money grubbing, sons of bitches. Isn't everybody, though? Like, this is just a random thing. Like, today was Ray's day at work. I'll tell you this real quick. You know what they told me? They they, they, tell were, you? they were talking about, like, I got, a, I got a little bit of a raise, right? Mm-hmm. And then they said, well, we're not giving everybody the best raises because, you know, we didn't make as much money this year or last year as we made the previous year because, you know, the World Series was here and we had all these events. And then, you know, gas went up. And without me even thinking, I said, yeah, my fucking gas went up too. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> that's more reason for you to pay me more money because the fucking cost of living went up. Um, So everybody's just a fucking, like, everybody's just out for money. Everything's going up. Um, I'm trying to think what gas. I saw the other day. Gas is one, but, like, it was something so trivial the other day that i saw now i'm losing what it was but it's something that used to be like two or three dollars now it's like five and it's just like when when the hell did that go up like that but everything's going up price of living we got to pay for the missiles to blow these fucking chinese balloons out of the sky apparently i know right that's been the talk of the town i'm just confused though ej like if the balloon went from the west coast to the east coast and it's out in the middle of the ocean somewhere like what was the point of shooting it down now like they saw everything they wanted to fucking see. It ain't like it was coming back. Probably for the optics. Nobody comes in, fucks with our country, so they had to shoot it down. I guess. Um, if you weren't here earlier, if you listened to this on audio, we had Ashley Dambois on the show. I'm, I still don't think I'm saying it right. Um, she was great. Talked to her for about an hour. Uh, really good interview really good interviewee she was uh she's really busy got a good story like how she started wrestling and you see her on tv all the time whether it's impact you know she was remember they used to do the little kiss cam on smackdown with the cologne brothers yeah uh, angel angel yeah she was on that one random time like i was looking at smackdown um i think it was one of the holiday episodes of smackdown where like the new day brought out a ballerina that was her um, she's wrestled damn near everybody on AEW when the pandemic was happening. So hopefully, uh, her grind pays off pretty soon and she gets signed somewhere. Cause I don't know, she's a good person. So I like to see people that, that do shit the right way, get rewarded for it. So good luck to her and check that interview out. If you don't want to watch, listen to it on audio, you can always go back and watch the interview where she shows off her tattoos at the end of it. Um, so that was just a good interview really good interview check that out 
Um, and shout out to everybody that shared it like the past couple of days, liking it and and talking about it, drumming up interest. We really appreciate that. So, EJ, how the hell you been? Man, just making it, taking it one day at a time, man. How you been? Been well. Uh, took a little weekend trip. Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah, and oh. Yeah, it was, uh, it, was a lot, it was a lot of alcohol down there, EJ. Um, which is, but I mean, you know, you don't have to drink it all, but I tried. Um, and actually, I, I felt really good. Uh, I'm going to talk about this on 80 Proof tomorrow about like some of the experiences that were down there, but I find that I don't know why I had this stigma about like people in New Orleans being like rude and whatever. Like, there's the nicest fucking people I've ever been around. I didn't know New Orleans had that uh, stigma. I feel like I think it was just like, me. Uh, I think it's just something I I put on them. Like I just pictured it being like grimy and fucking like you know because Bourbon Street is kind of grimy, but everybody's real fucking polite. Like except for a couple people here and there, for the most part, like I don't know. It was, it was real. It was nice. Um, hey, you could be nice and you could still be grimy. Yeah. I don't I don't like seafood, so the the food was uh the food was a little overrated, but that's just me. That's just because I don't have I don't I don't have an educated palate like most people. Man, you missing out, man. I heard the po' boys in New Orleans are to die for. I had a chicken po' boy and there was so much bread. Maybe because they looked at me and saw I was drunk, they were like, We we gotta soak some of this shit up before he fucking faints or something like that. But it was more bready than chicken or po' boy whatever the hell that is i did have really good bread pudding though bread pudding was so good i went back twice for it like i went the next day to the same place i saw i can't remember where i saw that you crapping on gumbo man how you dare you be smirched the good name of gumbo man fuck gumbo <laughs> like what's the big deal it's it's gumbo nobody cares hey good pot of bump gumbo will change your life man Maybe I just haven't had a good pot of it. Um, gumbo or a, 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 a crawfish boil. Like, I don't give a fuck about that either. But I also don't eat crawfish, so. Mm, I feel like crawfish, uh, that's New Orleans. That's a bit, little bit overrated. See, in South Carolina, we do the crab boils, like the blue crab boil. Mm-hmm. Shit slaps. Yeah. Don't really eat crab either. I don't eat seafood, EJ. Give me some fucking. Hey, man. See, just on. Give me some catfish. I'll do that. That's seafood. I ain't seafood. That's river food. <laughs> river food. Seafood. That's fucking river and lake food. Catfish. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a good time. Like I said, I'll you know I'm sure we'll cover some of that on the eighty proof tomorrow. But I I'd never been there. Um, so that was that was fun to do. Quick little flight, like an hour and fifteen minutes. I think like time I got up there it was time to come down, which I love. Uh, yeah, it's it's good time. You ever been to New Orleans? Nah, it's still on my bucket list. Yeah, I think we talked about that last week. Why? Why don't Is you just it, go? Like you fucking. I don't know. I mean, else? I feel like I feel like if like a group plan like to go to New Orleans, yeah, I do it. But I'm not gonna like go out of my way to plan it. it has, yeah. The stars have to align. If that makes sense. It's cheap too, bro. Like, I think tickets were like sixty eight dollars round trip from Atlanta. That ain't bad. I feel like Atlanta's like the hub though for like flying. Like you can pretty much fly anywhere for not that I mean, bad prices. Yeah, it depends on where you're going. Like if I want to go to the West Coast, like we're far as fuck east, but stuff like New York and Chicago and 
like New Orleans or Florida, like everything's right here. But yeah, it, it, tickets weren't bad. The hotel we stayed at a uh, A Loft. It was mm. like I've heard of A Loft. Yeah, it's a Marriott. It's a Marriott thing, and I got like the Marriott reward points or whatever. So mm-hmm. stayed like, it's, it's very inexpensive. Um, so that's always good. But um, caught a lot of wrestling this week, EJ. I I went out of my way to actually watch AEW last week like live and I live tweeted it. I went out of my way to watch SmackDown, uh, stayed home Friday night and watched that and then couldn't go to sleep before the plane left the next day, I guess anxiety. And then I watched a little bit of Monday night raw last night as I got back in town very late. So I saw most of the good stuff. I haven't seen the cage match, but I did see the Cody and, Mm. and Heyman thing. I did see, uh, Lashley, and Lesnar, which I liked up until the end. Uh, remind me, we need to talk about Lashley and Lesnar because I got some opinions on that. And mm-hmm. uh, watched a little bit of NXT Vengeance Day. Uh, late one night, drunk, sitting in the hotel room, fast forwarding it through that. So, yeah, I, I have a lot to say about some of this shit, EJ. Let's get into it then. AEW Dynamite last Wednesday. Opens up with John Moxley and Hangman Page. Uh, Moxley gets the win on what I thought was a really good. Ca- he beat, I feel like he beat Danielson like this too before Regal debuted, where like he was in a submission hold and he reversed it. But he was in the Bulldog chokehold, which is a Moxley move, and did a sweet fucking reversal. Like, you ever seen one of those reversals where it looks like? He couldn't kick out of that shit if he wanted to. Like, he really got his ass locked up. That's what that looked like. Um, And Hangman gets up, throws a fucking hissy fit for whatever reason. And then they start shoving and hitting each other again. And I'm just not understanding, like, one, why Hangman's bitching and complaining. And two, why these two are still, like, doing a thing. Like, this is the third match. Like, let's move on. Because I'm I'm not liking their feud at all. Rubber match, I guess it, it should end right there. I feel like that's a perfect way to exit out of it. Yeah, the match was good. You know, they had a uh, what Moxley's dad accompanied him to the ring. I thought that yeah. was weird, but okay, I guess. In Ohio. Yeah, Ohio. Um, yeah, I mean, they always put on good matches, but like, what are they fighting for? Like, right. <laughs> it's just like they're going through the motions. Yeah, it's I'm time over. for them to move on. Yeah, and I feel like. I feel like they're just turning Hangman into a fucking crybaby. Yeah, I mean, I think they kind of put themselves, box themselves into like a corner with a concussion angle. And like you said, he came off kind of whiny during this whole feud. I mean, I feel like they need to, they need to, you know what they need to do? They need to revert back to him being an alcoholic. I like that gimmick. Man, drunk Hangman was the guy. Like, that was fun. This guy is just like, just a crybaby. Like, you lost. It ain't like he cheated. Like, you got mad because you got knocked out in a match where the point of the match is to get knocked out. Like, knock your guy out for three seconds where you can pin him or make him quit, right? And that's what happened mm-hmm. to you. And then the second time, you knocked him out, and you still talk shit to him. And now this time, you lose to a wrestling hold, and the first thing you do is get up complaining that you lost to a wrestling hold. Like, are you a baby face or are you a crybaby? Like, I, I don't know. And I like Hangman. I just... It's not fun watching his his attitude and shit like that the last few months. I don't know what are they 
Maybe they got them going back to the elite finally, where they can all just be crybabies together. So that would make sense if they do a heel turn, but I don't think that's what they're doing. You know where I think they went wrong, though, Hangman? I just talked about it for a second, but I think during his title reign, they tried to like make him into like this serious badass. And I don't think they should like rip off Steve Austin, but like, you know how Steve Austin, he was a badass, but he had some like campiness and hokiness to him with the, the bear drinking and like the beating up McMahon. Like, you still had like a little bit of comedy through it in there. I feel like Hangman is just too serious. That's why I said I liked it when he was like the alcoholic bear drinking. You relate to the fans on that level. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Um, He's just too serious now. Like, yeah, like, and whiny. Way too whiny. Samoa Joe wins back the TNT championship from Darby Allen in just a violent match. Like, I don't like Darby Allen, but I find myself not being able to not watch his matches. This guy is just like balls to the wall. Like, I feel like. He's like, all right, I plan on doing this for like five years and I'm out. The way he wrestles, <laughs> the way he wrestles like you see the the spot where they uh they cut the, the ring and had the wood exposed and Yeah. What else? They had the thumbtack. How did they have the thumbtack set up? He had the thumbtacks on a sweater that he wore out. Yeah, there. on a sweater. I don't think I've ever seen that before, but yeah, just pure violence and I was shocked at the result. I didn't think they would put it back on Joe so soon. King of television, back in business. I feel like Anytime somebody pulls the mat up from the ring, it's always them that gets fucked up and loses. Like, you yeah. can pull a table out and you'll put somebody through a table, or you can get a chair or a ladder. But as soon as you start, like, tearing the ring up, it never works out in your favor. It's like headbutting a Samoan, you know? You don't do that shit. Like, it, it never works out the way you thought it was going to do it. You think they catch on and, like, quit doing that. But, like you said, <laughs> every <laughs> every time, like, it doesn't work out in their favor. Yep. Um, what was the other big takeaway? Oh, Jade. Jade needs better opponents. I think we talked about this last week too. But just like, I don't know. It's the the act is wearing thin now because she just she needs the bigger name women in the pro. If you're not going to put her up against Britt Baker or Jamie Hayter or Tony Storm or Thunder Rosa, if she ever comes back, if you're not going to put her up against these people then go get bigger names from other companies and let her wrestle them. I think it's about time to get that title off of her because they kind of put themselves in a corner with her having this undefeated streak. You can't really tell like storylines or stories with her if she's just winning and then like, where do you go from there? So I feel like you could get the title off of her and still protect her. Like, yeah. Have her win on a roll up or have somebody interfere i feel like willow should take it off of her i don't mind her being a champion because i mean she looks like she should have a, like there ain't nobody on that roster that if she doesn't have a championship belt they come out and i think oh yeah they look like they should have it more than jade like she she's her body's made to have a fucking championship title on it i don't mind her having a belt i just want better more quality men. now do not get me wrong her and Red Velvet had a really good match compared to the first match, first go around that they had. Um, Red Velvet has gotten way better in the ring, but she's like the size of Jay's thigh. Like it's just aesthetically, yeah, aesthetically, like you're not really expecting her to win. Um, and the ending of that match, how Jade reversed it into the 
fuck, I was going to call it the Kiss of Death. It's not the KOD. What's her movie's name? It's the Beth Phoenix. The, uh, they, the they, call they call it Jaded. Jaded. They call it Jaded. She reversed it into Jaded. Like, that was dope. Just her showing her power off. Uh, Jade's gotten really good in the ring, too. Compared to where she was a year ago when this started, she's way better in the ring now. So I I think it's time to put her in there with better people now because she can keep up a lot more than she would have a year ago. And if not, like, shine against better people. So that's what I'm ready for. But that's like a catch-22. I agree, like, in a perfect world, they could bring in people, bigger people from other companies, but, like, Who's gonna come in? What big name's gonna come in for like a one and done situation with Jade? I mean, get get some of these people from Impact. Get some of these people from TNA. You know, you've had Camille Brickhouse on on Dynamite before challenging. Uh, I can't think of the lady's name. She was fighting a little short, uh, really short lady, little powerhouse still. She came is it, out. Is it uh? Was it uh? The ice? What was her name? Queen the Frost. No, not Lady Frost. Um, Lady Frost. She worked for AEW. Um, and she was in a feud for the world title like a year or so ago. I can't think of her name. She's really short, though. And she was standing next to... She fought Camille at the NWA pay-per-view. Because Camille mm. came on TV to challenge. Anyway, get Camille Oh, I know. Are you talking about Layla? Is it legit Layla? Hirsch or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her. That's you're right. I was thinking Layla, but then I thought, no, it's not Layla Gray because that's the woman in the uh, the woman in there with Jade. But yeah, get get Camille to come over. Get I don't know. Go get some of these Impact people that are just like not in the title picture in Impact, and just pay them to come have a really good match with Jade. Like, what is that going to hurt them? They're going to get on TBS or TNT in a championship match on AEW as opposed to being on Access TV and Impact. People are marking themselves though. Like it would make sense. Plus, you're getting paid. But like, people like you know, uh, Jordan Grace ain't doing that. She wants to protect her record. Oh my God! Could you imagine Jordan Grace and fucking Jade standing across from each other? Like the fucking physical look of them two, like about to tear each other's fucking heads off. That'd be dope. It would be. What, what Gresham say? Look at the PWI. Look where I'm ranked at. He went up to Tony Khan and said it. <laughs> That's oh hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, and speaking of AEW, they are now doing house shows, EJ, starting in April, I believe. House rules. They're going to be in Ohio first, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's good to hear because more reps, better. I, I, I was always fascinated by AEW not doing house shows and people just wrestling. Like in WWE, right, for WrestleMania, you got a big match at WrestleMania. You know where they practice on house shows. They literally like have the same opponent for like three weeks going into WrestleMania, and then they get to WrestleMania and they're good. AEW is like, all right, full gear. Here you go, Hangman and Kenny. Go tear the fucking house down. <laughs> like, you just go into it cold, right? So, to me, that's always been impressive. That, and of course, you have stuff like Botchamania and all that. That talk like you're gonna have that when people aren't working together as much. So, I think this will be a good move for them and. House shows are more fun to me. Like, there's no agenda for the television audience. It's just them out there wrestling, like, doing sh- I don't know. You've been to a house show before? Yeah. Like, that was, like, my first experience going with wrestling when I was younger. Well, Nitro was the first wrestling show I went to. But then after that, it was, like, WWE house shows. It's, like, a very intimate 
setting, like, you know, more interactive. Right. That's the, that's the word for it. more interactive with the fans and shit like that. Um, so yeah, good for AEW to, to get out uh, and not to be negative about them, but I don't know how well it's going to do because they're, they're not really selling good tickets for the TV shows in some markets. Yeah. I never, I didn't look at the details. Like how often are they supposed to be going on the road for the house shows? I think they only announced like four or five dates or something like that. So it could be one of those things where like impact did a couple of years ago where they just, they're trying it out to see if it's gonna to stick. But I think it's a good move. If the fans come out for it and they're watching it, I think they should stick with it. And the more markets you get your, you know, you're not going to go to middle of Alabama to take dynamite there, you know, but you can go there on a fucking Thursday night and get your, get people exposed to your wrestling product then. So I don't think it's a bad idea. And if they have a problem with ticket sales, you could do like what TNA did that day. I remember it was like 06. I went to a TNA house show. It was in, it was at the music farm. <laughs> it was like 300, 400 person venue. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, yeah. sometimes they have trouble filling it out for like a 9,000, 8,000 seat arena. I mean, at a house show though, it doesn't matter what it like. Yeah, you'll have people like taking pictures and talking shit on Twitter, but. It doesn't matter if they fill it out. On, you, you get a smaller arena, like you said. They got 3,000-seat arenas, places for all these like minor league hockey teams and colleges and shit. Just go there, promote it, and make people come out. And then hopefully people see what they like and word of mouth goes around. And then that's how you get better, better ratings. That's how you get people traveling to your product more. So, I, you know, I'm. it can only be good, I think, for the second biggest promotion in the country to be doing house shows. And you know, like you said, the reps won't hurt either, especially for people that don't get on TV as much. True, and they got a big enough fucking roster to send. You know, <laughs> they could send AEW Dark somewhere, and then just all right, Omega, you're working this week. Next week, Hangman's working. Next week, Mox is working, and then you send one big star from the men's and the women's division each week that'll sell the tickets, and there you go. Well, there you Sounds have. easy, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, well, what do we got next? SmackDown? Yep. What happened on SmackDown? SmackDown was a long time ago. I've been in New Orleans yeah. and back since SmackDown. Come on, you know how it ended with Roman Reigns in the ring. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What a good, uh. That's probably the most, that's probably the most notable thing since we last, uh, met up for eight, uh, boot to the face. Yeah, but, yeah. My boy didn't show up, and now they got a new number one contender for the tag titles this Friday, and can't nobody get in touch with the right-hand man, main event Jay Uso. Um, so that storyline's playing there, too. And then I was watching this, EJ, and I thought I heard Roman say, hey, y'all go back to the bus. I'm going to need you to do something. I thought he said at the end, like, I'm going to need you, though. And I thought, well, this ain't good. Like that little thing he said at the end when he was telling them to go back to the bus, I was like, they're gonna fuck Sami Zayn up. But I will say, Sami coming out there all fired up, like I would have never thought that. Why? How come you say that? I don't know. He just doesn't. He's not. He ain't a badass. Like he's a dork, right? Goofy, Sami Zayn. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Fidel Castro character he had, or when him and 
Kevin Owens were reading stuff to people. He was always putting the glasses on. Like, he's always just, like, goofy. So, yeah, the spear was really good. Like, to see him come out in a badass mode was like, okay. You saw glimpses of it before he went healed when his original uh, main roster push happened. It was so up, long ago, you probably don't remember. Yeah. I mean, up until Friday, I didn't see Sami Zayn as a viable opponent for I mean, I still don't, really. Like, he's going to get smashed at the Elimination Chamber. And it's going to be magnificent. And the crowd's going to boo the shit out of Roman in Montreal. Um, but, yeah, how'd you like that ending angle? I dug it. Uh, uh, I was just gonna say it wasn't too too predictable. I mean, you know, Roman had something up his sleeve, but uh, Sammy came out there fired up with the hoodie on. I feel like I'm missing. I'm forgetting something about it. It, it was just Roman out there by himself. Was Paul out there too? Yeah, it was Roman and Heyman, and Roman was talking shit, and Sammy just like attacked him from behind. And just went to whooping his ass. And then, just like I thought, it's like, all right, well, Roman's about to get the upper hand. Without even cheating, he just literally turned around and started beating the shit out of Sammy. <laughs> like, and he'd still be whooping his ass right now if he didn't take 17 minutes to tell Paul Heyman to get a chair. Um, But, yeah, it was just Paul and Roman out there to begin with. I also like at the end where uh, Roman, he was talking to the camera directly. And, like, how only the people at home could hear uh, people in the arena about how he was challenging him for the elimination chamber. I thought that was a pretty good detailed portion of the whole yeah. segment. Yeah. I, that's the one thing I miss about pandemic wrestling was the shit that Roman talks during matches. Like he was really good at that. Um, yeah, it, it, it was well done. Uh, it's just, I'm, I'm ready to get to the elimination chamber though, where I can just see the crowd react. Like, if they weren't Canadian, they would riot. But, like, you know, Canadians, they're nice. They're not going to do anything. They're just going to boo really loudly and then apologize when Roman's leaving. Um, How come you beat our man, eh? <laughs> we'd, like but to, yeah, we'd like to ask you to leave politely. <laughs> so, Roman and, and Sammy at Elimination Chamber. Um, we got the Women's Raw Championship Elimination Chamber match that's set now with Asuka... Uh, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Raquel, Natty, and Carmella. That, that Carmella win kind of came out of nowhere. I feel like they're kind of hot shotting her. I don't mind it. <laughs> Carmella can stay on TV as much as she wants. Um, you know why you might not mind it, but I thought Piper Niven would have been good in that spot. I feel like if Piper's not going to win, they shouldn't put her in there. Uh, I think that's a good move of not putting her in there because I I feel like she'll get, I feel like she'll get a title opportunity later on down the road this year, like in between Mania and SummerSlam. So don't put her in there now where she has to take a pinfall. Like, she didn't take a pinfall last night. If she loses the Elimination Chamber, she's got to be pinned or submitted to get eliminated. So don't let her take a, a L right now and kind of build her up while this title story is happening over here. She can start getting wins over here to where she's a viable opponent later on in the summer. I think that's what's happening. We should see how it plays out. And on a side note, 
I'm going to get tired really quickly of Corey Graves drooling over Carmella. Like, he's just straight up acknowledging, like, that's his wife. Like, it was kind of funny, like, when they really didn't acknowledge it, but he was still drool over it. But now they're like, he's acknowledging it. I think that's kind of lame. I don't know. What's wrong, what's wrong with you fucking being attracted to your wife? We know they're married. Y'all got a podcast. I don't need to hear it every two seconds when she's in the ring. I was like, it's a little eye rolly, but I digress. I don't too much listen to commentary that much anyway, so I probably missed more. I probably heard one or two things and then missed the majority of it, what you were talking about, because I, to- I tune in and out. Uh, <laughs> Devin in the chat says he doesn't need to meet Ryder, though. I don't know. I guess guess I'm missing it because I don't, again, I don't tune into the commentary as hard, I guess. But if everybody's saying it, then I guess it is getting kind of annoying. Um, I was glad Carmella came back. I was glad she won. Like, it would have made no sense for her to be the one to not win. And the way she got the win was good. And it was against Candice LeRae, who, you know, wasn't going to win anything. Uh, the real question now is who's going to win the Elimination Chamber? I mean, smart money's on Oscar. You said it's Liv, Oscar, Raquel, Natty, and who else? Nikki Cross, Nikki Cross Carmella, and Carmella. Are they, do they have one more match, or is this the field set? No, that's it. Those those are six. <sighs> I'm gonna go with Oscar. I mean. I don't see them doing Raquel pulling the trigger on that, but gonna, I guess they're gonna do like the friendly competition uh, storyline with her and Bianca. I feel like that's gonna be a little lame, but whatever. It's like, match will be fire. Oscar's got time to turn heel though. True, but if they do that, I hope they do it right. Yeah, she's got to like beat the dog shit out of Bianca after she wins the chamber. Like, yeah, an uncomfortable like, ass whooping. Just have her be like just straight up vicious. Yeah, where Montez has got to come out and like check on her towards the end and like try to get Oscar off of her. Like it needs to be. I need a real segment like that if somebody's gonna turn heel. Like I need Montez to come out as the concerned husband and like grab Oscar and throw her on the ground. Like fucking stop, because you know Adam Pearce and everybody can't get her off of her. I need something like that. I think that would be good. Where people are like, is this real? Like, <laughs> like is she really whooping her ass? What the hell's going on? Um. Yeah, I, I'd imagine it's just going to be Oscar. Uh, it won't be Becky or Bailey because they were in a cage match, which apparently their feud is still not over with. Um, Becky gets the win, and then Lita comes out and makes a save. <sighs> Why? That was a head scratcher. I heard the music hit. I was like halfway paying attention. I'm like, wow, Lita, Why? Last time we saw any Lita, sense whatsoever. Last time we saw Lita, Becky was whooping her ass in Saudi Arabia. I forgot about that match. She yeah. does. Yeah, that, that, so it really doesn't make any sense. Good point. Exactly. It makes zero sense whatsoever. Unless I mean, what are they, they going to turn Lita heel and have Becky versus Lita at Mania? Or is it going to be fucking Lita and Becky versus uh, Bailey and Io? But they let Io and Bailey defend the tag titles against them since Dakota Kai's hurt. Like, I don't, I don't know where they're going with it. I'm, I'm not happy with the placement of where Becky is right now going into WrestleMania season, though. With her being the biggest women's star you got on the roster, and she's just like floating out there. But 
And of course, you got Charlotte just comes back, takes the title, and she's got a fucking WrestleMania match. That's really what pisses me off. I haven't seen any rumors or anything. Are they leaning towards Becky and Bailey again? Or are they leaning towards. Is that Ronda rumor still out there for Mania? I mean, Becky and Bailey just had a cage match, though. Like, that's supposed to be the end of the feud, right? Like, it's supposed to be over now. I would. If people don't want to. I don't. I. I'm not here for a WrestleMania match with Becky and Bailey. We've been watching them two fight each other for like three months now. Yeah, I, yeah. What they're doing with Becky is a little bit weird now, but I guess we gotta watch to see how it plays out. I mean, I guess what I was about to say when I brought up Charlotte was maybe they're they're giving all these other women a chance to like do things at WrestleMania, but that's why it makes even less sense that Charlotte just came back and took the fucking title, and now she's in WrestleMania. I mean, they had to do something. It's Ric Flair's daughter. They had to put her in the main event. I don't know. Rhea's going to beat her ass, though. So. I hope so. I'm tired of Charlotte. No, I'm tired of Beth Phoenix and Edge. They just go away. Both of them. They're getting on my damn nerves. You talk about Corey. He- yeah, I've never been a huge Edge fan, but I get the story they're trying to tell. You talk about Corey Graves, like, drooling over... Carmella like I'm so sick of seeing Edge slapping her on the ass on Twitter and shit like that like we get it it's your wife's butt well, I don't pay attention on social media but if they are then yeah that's eye rolling as well um <laughs> I do find it funny about Dominic the Dominic just makes me laugh every week uh him hey. trying to tell Edge like I learned how to do this in the penitentiary <laughs> it's so funny to me Hey, Dom is low-key the MVP of Raw, the three-hour-long show. He has that little bit of spark to the show. Prison Dom. Prison Dom. Does he got a shirt yet where he's dressed like Steve Carell with the do-rag? If they they haven't made that shirt, they need to. Hey, take my money. I'll cop that. Uh, Lesnar comes out and challenges Lashley for Elimination Chamber, which... I didn't like because I want them to fight at WrestleMania. But Lashley comes out. His music hits. He gets a hell of a reaction every fucking time his music hits. Looks like a fucking star. But for whatever reason, when he goes up against Lesnar, they make him a heel. I don't understand it. Yeah, especially with Lesnar being a part-time dude. Like, you have a full-time guy in Lashley. He's over with the fans. But then he gets that weird reaction when you pair him up to Lesnar because, you know, it's Lesnar. And I guess people around the country relate to him. So, of course, they're going to blue the brother in the situation. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get like I feel like and then they made it. They made him kind of be like chicken shit and right and sign the contract. And like, what are y'all doing? Like, let you know, Lesnar is going to be gone for WrestleMania, after WrestleMania. So, like, why well, do that to one of your top baby faces? I don't get I don't get the booking in this situation. i tell you what I did kind of like. I like that Lesnar was like, I'm obsessed with Lashley now because he's, you know, whooping my ass and blah, blah, blah. And Lashley's like, you're not in my league. Like, I'll think about it. <laughs> like, here you are begging me for a match. Right? Like, if you're going to make him heal, that's a great way to make him heal. But then don't have Lesnar F5 him. Like, Twice. 
every t- every time they're in the ring together, he fucking gets F five and gets his ass whooped. Like, and now he's gonna be mad at Lesnar again when he had all the power. Like he had the control. Lesnar was literally begging him. He could have fucking went MJF and been like, "You got to beat these five people if you want to fight me again." Since you know nobody does that. Um, AEW, real quick. Why is Ricky Starks doing a fucking gauntlet to fight Chris Jericho when he already beat him? I I was about to ask you the same thing. Like, didn't they just fight like two weeks ago or three weeks ago or so? And he already beat him. Why does he got to go through a gauntlet now and do it? It, it? Like, I feel like it should have been reversed. That smells like Tony Khan all over that booking. Make zero sense. I don't know. Um... But yeah, Lashley, Lashley had all the power, and then Lesnar just whooped his ass and laughed at him and walked away. Which I'm, I know Lashley's getting tired of getting F five, and I'm damn sure getting tired of seeing it. Lashley better win that match at Elimination Chamber. What I don't get is why, like, why are they haven't had Black Elimination History Chamber? Month too. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, talk talk about it. No, but uh, I don't get what I feel like. Maybe this match doesn't happen at Elimination Chamber, and, and they do a swerve, and they have it at Mania because it doesn't make sense. Why you have this match at Elimination Chamber? Yeah, I don't, Ran, I don't it's know. Random. It's random. It's random. It just seems random to me. Unless you they're like what? you know going to pivot towards the rumored match between uh, Lesnar and Gunther. I don't. You see know how what I wouldn't mind. I saw Shelton and Cedric got back together. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind the hurt business like Foreman and jumping Lesnar, but I want to see like, I want to see Shelton like suplex the fuck out of Lesnar a couple times. Just like I want to see Shelton get real aggressive. He's put on like body weight and more muscle than he was like ten years ago. I want to see Shelton just turn into like a killer for like his last year of wrestling. You know what? A random thought I was thinking about the other day. Shelton, his like his when he came back in like what 2016. Yeah, he's been <laughs> he's been low key back with the company like the same length as his original run. It's kind of yeah crazy to think about. And then left for just as long too. So he's he's been doing it for 20 years. That's crazy, but yeah. Realize Shelton and uh my man's name Cedric. What's uh Cedric? Yeah, Cedric Alexander Moore. Make yeah, like you said, make him super aggressive. You know, yeah. do a nod to them being roommates back in college. Or Shelton and Lesnar have him throw him around. Have a uh, Shelton Benjamin throw him around a little bit. You know, I mean, you, you know Lesnar would do it for him. Yeah, you could have Lashley tell them like, yeah, we can reform the hurt business, but I need y'all to like, I need y'all to get on my fucking level, and then have them just be like crazy aggressive with the people they wrestle. Maybe have Cedric stop doing so many fucking flips and, and like, clothesline a motherfucker here and there. I mean, shit, Shelton fucking... These suplex or Samoan drop, uh, your boy, the, uh, Shakes and Weights, what the fuck is his name from... Not Shoosh, the other one. Fat. Uh, Otis, Otis. Otis, yeah, he picked Otis up like it wasn't shit last night. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, Shelton was Shelton was really good in that match last night. So I'd love to see the, as a Shelton Benjamin fan for fucking twenty years. I'd love to see him just like get real aggressive and get a I don't know, fucking IC title again or the US title, whatever. I like I don't mind the slow burn that they've been doing with the teases with the hurt business, but it has to have a payoff. Like I hope yeah. they have a direction for it. Like they have, they've been doing like little stuff here and there. Like 
I don't know if you were paying attention during uh, <laughs> when JBL dropped. I think it was the part where JBL dropped uh, Baron Corbin. You had you could see uh, MVP and Shelton and Cedric talking in the background. So they've yeah. been like doing little stuff here and there to tease it. I liked it. I do like that. Since Triple H took over, you got like you got to pay attention when shit's happening in the in backstage area because there's always like little nuggets somewhere. So I do like that, and it. That makes it more real too, right? Like if people are just walking around backstage, like you're gonna see other wrestlers there. Everybody's not gonna run off camera. Like they're talking, they're talking. I like that. Um, what else went down last night? Obviously the Cody and and Paul Heyman thing. I I'm fucking tired of Cody crying. I've had enough of it. I hope Roman beats his ass. I love Cody. I hope Roman beats the dog shit out of him. I'm tired of you talking about. I want to do this for my every every storyline's about your dad. I get it. Like Dusty was the guy, but like you're Cody fucking Rhodes now. That's why you changed your name to the American Nightmare. So you can get away from all that. I went to Chicago to watch you beat Nick Aldis because of your dad. I'm done with it. Quit crying. You think Roman's gonna be crying? Hell no. Roman's gonna be whooping your ass at WrestleMania. And he's going to say, I don't give a shit about your dad. Uh, they're paying, like I said, they're playing like a real dangerous game, rolling Cody out there every week, do the same promo. They need to get a little bit more creative instead of rolling him out there in the middle of the ring every week. And I don't know if you heard during the promo, they were chanting Sammy. Yeah. Yeah. He tried to, he tried to fix it, but. Talking about that's my really good friend Sami Zayn. I got respect for him. Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, you know what they got to do? <sighs> I just that? figured it out. Cody's gonna come out of the Elimination Chamber and beat the shit out of Roman to stop Sami from getting his ass whooped after the match. That's a, I mean that's a good way to you know keep the fans on Cody's side. Um, I don't know. The Sammy train's been really rolling. I feel like the fans might revolt a little bit if they try to like do the tag team match at WrestleMania. Am I the only one though that just like I guess I am. I'm in the minority. Like I don't Sammy's not a fucking world title guy to me. Kind of like Cesaro wasn't. Like people get behind him here and there. And he's really big right now because of his bloodline storyline. Now he's the cool thing to get behind, like you know, once that snowball gets to rolling, but I'm just Sammy's not the guy to beat Roman Reigns. Sorry, he's not. Sammy would be the guy so to either. beat Alberto Del Rio when he had the title. Like he wouldn't have been the guy to beat uh, what's my guy's name, the Indian guy, Jinder Mahal. Jinder, he wouldn't have been the guy to beat Jinder. Sammy's just not a world champion guy to me. He's a comedy guy. There's a place for that. I don't think you can get away with it with the titles being unified. Maybe if they were separate, but definitely not with the Undisputed Championship. You remember when Becky was fighting Liv Morgan and Becky was a heel and she said, y'all want Liv to win, but as soon as she gets the belt, you're just going to boo her. And then when Liv got the belt, (laughs) that's going to happen with Sammy. That's the same thing. He's 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 the flavor of the month right now. And people are getting behind it. And then when he wins, they're going to turn on him. Just like they do everybody else. 
it depends on what kind of uh, champion you present him as. If he's still doing that, like underdog, fired up type deal, I think they would turn on him and boo him. But if he like incorporates like the comedy he's been doing in the past few, several months, I feel like they would stick behind him. Not like complete comedy, but you know, be snarky on the mic and have like those little zingers in there. Yeah. I don't know. They got they got a lot of work to do between now and WrestleMania. It's a good problem to have though. You know, you got two really big baby faces and a really strong heel champion, like you know, it's it's a good problem to have going in WrestleMania season. Yeah, I still think Roma should retain. He's got he will be right at a thousand days right after Mania. Like you can't get this close and get him to lose the belt. Yeah, I mean do you really have to rush and put the title on Cody? You could keep telling the story somewhere down the line. Make him jump over more obstacles. I feel like yeah. Roman should keep the belt. I don't think Cody should beat Roman for the belt. I've, I've talked about that before. I want Cody to turn heel and take the belt from Rollins. I think if it ain't Jay Uso, it ought to be Seth Rollins that takes the belt from Roman. But I'm going to stick with Jay Uso as my guy that I want to take the belt from. That makes too much sense storyline wise. So watch they don't do it. Yeah, it ain't gonna happen. But that's that's who I'm. I've been on that train for fucking since this bloodline thing started. I thought Jay was just the MVP of all of it. So, and he's good in the ring too. And he obviously can wrestle without his brother. Hell, he did it while his brother was hurt the whole time. And he can obviously put on good matches with Roman Reigns, which he did already. So, to me, that's the way to go. I- but. That's the, still the biggest question mark on how they're going to roll Jay out on SmackDown for the title match. And against Ricochet and Bronch, like, why? Why are those two on a side note? Like, yeah. it's not a real tag team. I got a feeling you're going to see Braun versus Solo at WrestleMania. And this will probably get us there. Maybe Jay's not going to show up and Solo just attack Braun before the match where they can't. Since Jay's not there, they can't forfeit if Braun can't make it to the fucking match. <laughs> you think you think Solo gets a one-on-one match at Mania? Why not? I feel like they would do like the they have him in the Andre Battle Royal or something like that. You know, rumors are saying that there's a Money in the Bank match this year at Mania um, instead of them doing a Money in the Bank pay per view, which makes no sense because I thought the Money in the Bank pay per view has already been announced. But yeah, it's already that was rumors that it was going to happen at Mania, but I think. Yeah. They actually announced Money in the Bank. Well, then you got Damian Priest last night saying he was going to be in the Money in the Bank match. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that little flub. That's what he said? Yeah, he said, I'm going to be in the Money in the Bank match. And then he tried to fix it. And then he just stopped and was like, Edge, I hate you so much I can't even talk right now. <laughs> and oh, yeah, goes, I, I, did, I did hear that part, but I didn't, I didn't catch the Money in the Bank is why he messed up. That's yeah. Hilarious. I like Finn I, trying to cover for him, talking about I hate him too. <laughs> I remember Finn had like a similar mess up like a few months ago. He was like, "Hey, he said the same thing." Like, hey, that's kind of funny. Uh, I saw that you said uh, you thought it was gonna be Dawkins and versus uh, what's my name? Ford. Yeah, Montez. That would have been uh, good, but Dawkins ended up losing. Um, they could still do it though. Yeah, I, I feel like they've been kind of like just there recently. The street yeah. pop is like they really had Montez was, Montez was supposed to get that big push, and then he got injured, and 
And since he's been back, like they haven't really started that back up. But he's he's too good to not push him, man. He needs yeah. he's a U.S. title or something like that. Well, this might be it. Him and him and Theory. Yeah, yeah. Make that a mania. I don't I don't see what other thing you put the street profits in a mania. Have Montez versus Theory. Yeah. Um. What else? What else we got going on in wrestling? Is it? Oh, Vengeance Day. Yeah, I was a little disappointed with the women's match. I really wanted Gigi to win. Uh, you know that wasn't gonna happen. I know, but it's the that's the thing though. Like, you spend your whole life watching wrestling, and you kind of know the the patterns, right? Like, Roxy just got the title. You know she's not gonna lose it this quick. But then you fucking you watch it, and you're like, maybe she will lose it. And then they give you some false finishes, and you're like, that's the fun part of it. And then at the end of the day, though, you when it's over, you're like, I fucking knew that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I like how they like how they played the match out. You had them like pair up for most of the match, and then like have a little bit of dissension, and then yeah, pair it up again. But how'd you, how'd you assess the premium live event overall? I well, I, I didn't watch it live. I will say, NXT got some people in that fucking arena though. Like that yeah. thing was packed, and they you know. It's been a while since uh, since NXT's went on the road like that. You know, back NXT Black and Gold used to have those really good uh, big show weekends that they would do. And this obviously wasn't that. Like, it's not like fucking Adam Cole versus Samoa Joe, right? Like, but they're they're getting back to it. I thought they I thought they did a really good performance. Uh, sucks that the New Day lost, but uh, well, they came in and served their purpose. Yeah, they did what they were supposed to do. Um, did Melo lose? I can't remember. That no, night. he he swept. He swept them. He beat uh, okay Apollo. Yeah, um, they got a Apollo going back to NXT was a good move for him too. Like he seems like a bigger deal now. Yeah, I mean, I feel like overall the pay per view had solid matches, but I don't know. Wet. They started off hot with the Wesley and Dijak match. That was hot. Yeah, but I just, I don't for some reason I didn't like the flow of the the Carmelo and Apollo match. Did you see Dijak's finger? Nah, I missed that. You didn't see his finger? Mm-mm. You go to his Twitter right now. He's flipping the camera off. His finger about right here where the knuckle is is turned that way. He broke his finger in the match. Yeah, he's laying on the uh, mat and it's like he's got his hands up and his fingers just like turned that way. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad he didn't win then. And then uh, the the uh, was Caden uh, Carter dropped the, the her and Casey dropped the yeah the tag team. I didn't expect that to happen. Kiana Jade and uh, Fallon. I like them. I think uh, I like their little storyline they got where they're always beefing with each other and end up winning the tag titles. Story's old as time, but uh, I'm glad they got the belts off of Caden. I hope Caden and I hope Caden turns on. Uh, what's her name? Katana Chance. Katana. Yeah, I hope she turns on her. I know they're like real friends in real life, and they probably don't want to do that type of shit. But Caden needs a run of her own by herself. I don't. I don't want to see that happen. I want to see them try to actually build a main roster tag team division because it's non-existent right now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And then send uh, them uh, and uh, them and Toxic Attraction. Toxic Attraction. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, 
Braun Breaker and Grayson Waller. Some people were expecting Grayson Waller to go over. I didn't see that happening. <laughs> I wouldn't have been surprised. Um, I think he's he's done a he's done a good job of getting like heel heat in NXT, which is probably hard to do. Um, so I I wouldn't have been surprised if he would have. I just I don't know about Braun Breaker, man. I don't know if it's just the name that just like immediately like stops me from giving a fuck when he starts wrestling. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I just I'm not here for it. It's not the name. It's him. He he would have been a perfect gimmick if he was like the same age as his dad and his his uncle back in the nineties, but it's a different time. I mean, he's decent in the ring. I mean, but like he's just there. You gotta get the belt off of him. Yeah. Put it you gotta put it on Melo at uh Mania weekend. I feel like Melo would give it like a new uh, breath of fresh air. And remember how like remember back in the day, I know it's a different era, but like the original the NXT black and gold, how hot the main events were. I feel like the crowd was like lukewarm on that main event. And I think yeah. part of it is because who the bell is on. You could be right. Again, like, but these aren't they were rolling some fucking big time names through NXT black and gold though they were already established and now they're trying to build them up themselves like Breaker's a NXT guy right like uh, Grayson Waller unless he came from like overseas to be over here he's a regular NXT guy so I think now it's not like ROH light or uh, New Japan light where they bring all these guys in from Bullet Club and all that shit now they're like building people up I think that could have something to do with it but it could also just a little be bit, but but oh, but like imagine if you have Melo in the belt, him and like uh, what's the what's the he was a UK champion, he's over here. Tyler Bate. Imagine if him and Tyler Bate were Melo and Tyler Bate were in a main event, yeah, fans would go nuts over that, or like him versus like Dragon Off or something like that. Melo those are also Dra- those are different crowds, too, though. Like, this was a standalone NXT pay per view. I think those WrestleMania crowds and those Royal Rumble crowds, those are like people from everywhere. So then them seeing a match like that, I think they would appreciate more as opposed to just people in Charlotte going to see NXT. That's true. I don't know. I could just be making excuses, though. Maybe maybe people just aren't into them, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, I know, like I said, it's a different era, but as a history of the NXT title, when is a powerhouse really had to build? Like Owens and Samoa Joe, but Samoa Joe could work that X Division type style match, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like a powerhouse like that doesn't really need the belt like that. I feel like Braun, ring wise, he's ready for the main roster. Character wise, I don't, not so much. But we'll see how it plays out. Especially after this uh, stand and deliver they have at Mania Weekend. Yeah, uh, shit, that's all I got. We can get to the power rankings and Let's and get it. Uh, I love my power rankings that I just make up on the fly. <laughs> Sometimes that's how it's best to do on the fly. Sometimes yeah, that's what it, power rankings made, made up on the fly. That's 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 what works. So, you ready to rock and roll? Yeah, let's do it. So, I think I went first last time. How about you kick it off this time? My number five power ranking is a combination. And I'm going to say 
the Roman and Sammy storyline. Because they didn't. Neither one of them wrestled this week, but I think that's a big enough story in in wrestling right now, where just their interaction and the challenge uh, was really good. So I'll do Roman and Sammy as my number five. They can be a tie. Yeah, uh, still the best storyline in wrestling right now. Am I up next? How we, I forgot how we do a snake. Yeah, we do a snake. So you you do five and four, and then I'll do four and three, and then you'll do three and two. And... So my number five, I think it's the first time uh, Impact Entities made my list. Oh, wow. I got to show a little bit of love to the Bullet Club, USA Bullet Club, Ace Austin, and my man Chris, Chris Bay. Bay. Hell yeah. Two back two weeks in a row back to back wins against the impact players and Kushida and the young cat, uh, Kevin Knight. So should show a little bit of love to the bullet club. They're my number five and my number four. I told you this man's going to keep being on my list. And as long as he keeps wrestling every week, I got Brian Danielson. He had a, (laughs) (laughs) he had a, he had a very. I like how he's been switching the style up for these opponents. He, he faced Timothy Thatcher, and it was like a more technical, like grappling, like yep, Mac, Mac technician type of match. So I got Brian Danielson in the number four spot. Uh, my number four is the new NXT Women's Tag Champions, uh, Kiana and Fallon, and my number three defeated Red Velvet in a title match again to go to is it fifty and zero now. Yeah, 50 and 0. Jay Cargill, TBS champion. Yeah, uh, Kiana James, man, she's gotten so much better in the ring. Like, yeah. I feel like people are kind of sleeping on her. I think, um, I think the NXT women's gonna... division is really good. Like, uh, Tiffany Stratton is really good. Um, Gigi and Jade are gotten a lot better. Of course, Roxy's really good. Like, and then you got the former MMA. Uh, I think her name's Lola Vice. She's coming up. That's what, I've they, seen, that's what they named her. Yeah, I saw her. I saw a match with her. It was really good. Have they have her? Have they have her on like level up or something? Yeah, she's on level up. Um, they just got they got a lot of fucking female talent down there. That's that's so rook. I saw I had randomly had level up on because like I on my IPTV they have like the actual WWE network streaming network. That's, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I saw the Soul Ruka girl. You seen her finisher? Was she? Yeah, that fucking flipping <laughs> diamond cutter. Yeah, so like you said, they have a solid women's division. I feel like they're not as over as like you know the four horsewomen era. But mm-hmm. I feel like fans need to give them a chance because they're really yeah. good in the ring, like you said. Yeah. That was your number three was Jade. So yep. I'm on my number three, and lo and behold, I have Jade as well. 15-0. But like you said, they got to find her some new opponents. She's running through the whole roster. And Quickly. My number, my number two is the man, Becky Lynch, for the, the winning the main event in the cage match. The match was decent, but, yeah. you know, it was a nice spot to have her in the main event and still the head-scratching move of Lita coming out, but we already talked about that, so. <laughs> I wonder if our one, two, and three are going to be the same since our two and three was the same. Cause I got Becky also as my number two. Uh, 
you don't have a lot of women's cage matches main event Monday Night Raw and to be the victor in that and again like the match was good it's just the feud itself is is kind of played out but you know main event Monday Night Raw in the cage like as a woman it doesn't happen often uh, and they gave him a lot of time too. Twenty one minutes, I think, was how much how long the match was. I was reading, um, so that's good. And then you get a legend to come back out and help you at the end. Uh, and then my number one is your new TNT champion, Samoa Joe. That is also my number one. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it right now. That's like my number one, Samoa yep. Joe. <laughs> Bullet Club USA on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, for a guy that spent the last, like, four or five years hurt so much to the point where WWE had him on commentary, and now he comes back, and it's like, every time I throw dirt on him, he wins. Like, I thought I thought Darby was going to win this match, and Joe was just going to go, you know, to ROH and not be seen again. And now here he is, the fucking TNT champion again, in a really good, brutal, like, crazy match. Just straight violence. Yeah. Bloody violence. Yeah, I mean, as long as Joe can stay healthy, which is a big if now that he's 40, I mean, he showed time and time again that you put him in the ring, he'll make magic with anybody he's in the ring with. So that's my number one as well. Yeah, that's uh that's our power rankings, and we're we don't have a there's not a premium live event and AEW's pay-per-view is what, like six weeks away? So we're just about to get regular TV for a couple weeks. Um, so this should be interesting hitting in the Elimination Chamber. Uh, is it Revolution or Full Gear that's coming up? It's, re- it's Revolution. Re- heading into Revolution, heading in the uh, Impact's got a pay-per-view coming up soon. So all that stuff all to start taking shape with hopefully Mickey James gets away from Bully and her and Masha can actually start getting into their feud a little bit. Hopefully Bully just gets off of TV on Impact because he's a big-time channel changer for me. Um, but, yeah, wrestling should start getting – some storylines should start developing the next couple of weeks, Like, or I shouldn't say developing, moving further along. So should be pretty exciting. NXT's on right now. Um, and I wasn't even watching. I'll have to watch it later. But, yeah, you got yeah, anything else? I watch NXT Wednesday. Nah, nothing on my end. Like you said, a lot of exciting stuff in wrestling going on. It's with full fledged in the mania season, so let's get it. Yeah. I think I'm gonna start uh keeping like AEW and SmackDown and watching like Saturday morning like I used to. Like a Saturday morning cartoon, you know, when you was a kid. I think I just wake up Saturday morning before everybody and have some coffee and just watch watch wrestling. That should be fun. I'll probably start doing that too now that college football is gone. Yeah. Um, go Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. That's all, that's all I can say about football. Uh, if you ain't got anything else, EJ, we'll get up out of here. But um, this has been Boots to the Face again. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. If you're checking us out on audio, please leave us a rating. Follow us on all your various social medias and check out the video version of the Ashley Dam boss interview that uh i did about two hours ago and then that audio will be out soon and it's fucking wrestlemania season so we're about to have a lot more content coming uh for ej i'm rucker this has been boot to the face until next time peace later
It's the crew of the year that y'all loving to hate. If you fucking with the team, you catch your boots to the face. Rebound, 